You know, a couple weeks ago, I was talking to one of our ladies, and she was sharing with me some memories that she had from her childhood. And we were laughing and just cutting up, talking about some of the things that she had done as a girl. And I was thinking as I left her home and went to my next appointment that, isn't it wonderful that God gives us sweet memories from our past? Uh, last week, I was talking to one of our teenagers, and they were sharing with me some, some of their dreams and their plans uh, for the future. And I thought back to when I was younger and had, uh, you know, those things, same, same kind of thoughts as I was beginning to, uh, you know, do what God wanted me to do and pick out where he wanted me to go to school and stuff like that. And I, I thought on that occasion, isn't it wonderful that God... Uh, lets us think about the future and directs our past, and we can make plans and look forward to the future. Uh, but this morning, I want to remind you that life does not, is not comprised of yesterdays or tomorrows. Life is comprised of todays. And if we're going to live the life that God wants us to live, we have to live in today. And so this morning I preach a message I've entitled Today, and I want to say three things about it. Three things about today. Number one, and, I, and none of these things are, are, are unknown things, you know all of these things, but sometimes uh, the, the, the known things are the things that we need to be reminded of. Uh, the first thing I want to remind you of this morning is that today is the day that the Lord hath made. In Psalm 118, verse 24, that's exactly what the Bible says. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And I know some of you might say, yes, the Lord did make today. He created the earth to revolve on its axis, and it goes around one time every 24 hours. And so he created the, the physical day in the number of hours. And yes, he did do that. He set the planets and the sun in their place, and he set the rotations and all those forces that hold it all together, uh, and he's the one that holds it together. And so he did make the 24-hour day. But that's not what that verse is talking about, nor is that what I am talking about. What that verse is saying is that God made today for us. God made today for you. And just like, for example, a travel agent plans a trip and decides uh, with, your, uh, with your approval how you're going to get to a certain place and what you're going to do when you get to that place and where you're going to eat when you get to that place and the things that, again, you're going to enjoy as far as sightseeing and experiences when you get to that place, just in that same level of detail that either you or you hire somebody to plan your vacation uh, does for you in the same level of detail that goes into planning a trip. So God has put that devil, uh, level of detail into planning your day today. Or like some of you ladies that uh, still cook on Sunday afternoon. Uh, I, I know some of you still do, although it's becoming a lost art. We go out more and more on Sunday afternoon. Uh, but some of you still cook on Sunday afternoon. And just like you put planning into your meal for today, you've decided each and every, uh, if you're going to have soup, if you're going to have salad, what you're going to have for the main entree, what you're going to have for dessert, just like you put planning into that 
So God has put planning into today uh, for you. Everything that is going to, everything that's already happened today, and everything that's going to happen the rest of your day today is part of God's plan for you today. He's allowed it to happen. He's made it happen. And the Bible tells us that everything that God has planned for us today, there is a reason. In fact, everything that happens in our life, everything that God allows to come into our life, everything that God causes to happen in our life, he has a reason. In the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 3, the Bible says, To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. A time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck up that which is which was planted, a time to kill, kill, a time to heal, a time to weep, a time to laugh, a time to mourn, a time to dance, a time to cast away stones, a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace, a time to refrain from embracing, a time to get, a time to lose, a time to keep, a time to cast away. A time to rend, a time to sow. A time to keep silence and a time to speak. A time to love, a time to hate. A time of war, a time of peace. And then in verse 11 of Ecclesiastes chapter 3, the Bible says, He hath made everything beautiful in his time. And I submit to you today that that's what God has done for you and that's what God has done for me today. Everything that he has packed into today for us as an individual, he, he has a purpose for it, and it is good. And so, why don't we just quit complaining about our life? Why don't we just get rid of our Eeyore uh, attitude? Now, some of you may not know who Eeyore is. Eeyore is a little donkey from Winnie the Pooh that goes around and just says all the time, woe is me, woe is me. Let's just get rid of the Eeyore complex that some of us have. Why don't we just quit wishing that we can have a different life? Why don't we quit wishing that we could live somebody else's life? And why don't we just live every single day that God gives us and, and, and see it as a gift from him that, that he has put into today exactly what we need. Now, 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 again, I, I just want you to get, I, I want you to understand in all that with the same degree of passion that, that I'm thinking about this thought. He has made today for you. He has planned today for you. The one who spoke the worlds into existence. The one who spoke all of creation into existence. The one who in the book of Colossians tells us that holds it all together. The God who made the sun and the moon and the stars and put them into the place. The God who made every planet and set it in its orbit. The God who made every cow and bird and uh, bird uh, and, and cow, bird and bug. Those were the three things I was trying to say. The God who made every animal that walks the face of the earth, every bird that flies through the air, every fish that swims in the ocean, the God who made them planned today for you. Think about it. Think about it. The God who made everything that we see with our eye, the God who made everything that we see when we look through a telescope, 
The God who made everything we see when we look through a microscope made today for you. And so why don't we just realize that's true. God made today for me. Everything that happens today is according to God's plan. Everything that happens today, uh, he has a purpose for in my life. And uh, so I'm going to rejoice and be glad. I'm not going to dread the rest of the day. I'm going to look forward to the rest of the day, just like I used to look forward to going over to my grandma's on Sunday. Because my grandma's, they would cook on Sunday. And I, every Sunday I would get up, and I, of course, when I was a kid, I liked to go to church, but I liked to eat better than I liked to go to church, in all honesty. And every Sunday I would get up. Now, that's when I was a kid. Now, it's different now that I'm an adult. I look forward to church more than I do eating, but when I, I look forward to it. Why don't we have that same anticipation when we, look, when we get up in the morning, whether it's a Sunday or a Monday or any day of the week, and say, this is the day that God has made for me. Not, 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 not somebody else for me. This is the day that God has made for me. I'm going to rejoice and I'm going to be glad in it because God's good. And he has something planned for me today that's good. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be on the lookout. I'm not going to waste any day. I'm not going to... I saw on Facebook this week. Uh, they will remain nameless. They got up at 2 o'clock in the afternoon and said, good morning. I thought to myself, i got to talk to that person. Morning ends at noon. You don't get up at 2 o'clock in the afternoon and say good morning. You say good afternoon. So you know who I'm talking about? Consider yourself talked to. But anyhow, I don't want to waste any day. Because this is the day that God has made for me. This is the day that God has made for you. I will rejoice. You ought to rejoice and be glad in it. Because God's good. Number two. Today is not only the day that God has made for us. Today is the day of salvation. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 2. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. I want to tell you something that's obvious, but I want to tell you anyway. You can't get saved yesterday. You can't go back in time and say, hey, I, I heard a good sermon yesterday and I was convicted by the Holy Spirit yesterday. And I knew yesterday that I should have gave my heart and life to Jesus Christ. You realize that today. You can't go back and do it yesterday. And you can't do it tomorrow. You can't say today, well, tomorrow. When tomorrow comes, I have some things I want to do today. I have some things I have to take care of before I give my heart and life to Jesus Christ. But tomorrow, everything will be done. All the conditions will be in place. Tomorrow, I will give my heart and my life to Jesus Christ. Can't do that. Can't do it tomorrow. Can't do it yesterday. The only day that you, if you're you're going to get saved, the only day that you can get saved is today. That's what that verse is saying. Today is the day of salvation. And let me ask you, why shouldn't it be today? Why would anybody that's here this morning that doesn't know Jesus Christ as their Savior walk out of this place and not receive the gift that God has purchased for you? I mean, if today you realize that you're a sinner... And by the way, the Bible says we're all sinners. There's none righteous, no, not one. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. If today you realize that you're a sinner, 
And today, you realize there's a penalty for that sin. The Bible says, again, the wages of sin is death. Not physical death, but separation from God. If today you realize that your sin separates you from your creator, separated, separates you from the one that made you, separates you from the one that loves you, separates you from the one that has a plan for your life, today, if you realize that, you're a sinner separated from God, and today... As we tell you that God loves you and sent his son to pay for your sin. And by the way, that's what he did. That's what the Bible tells us from cover to cover. That God loved us so much that even while we were yet sinners, even while we didn't deserve it, even even when we had no merit in which to bring to God and say, this is what I'm presenting to you in, in the hope that you'll let your son pay for my sin. We had none. All our righteousnesses, all our goodnesses. Hey, I saw you got your teeth today. That's good, man. <laughs> You were singing those songs with those S's today. That was good. (laughs) But all our righteousnesses, all our goodnesses in God's sight are as filthy rags. We have no merit to bring to God. We have nothing that we can present to him and and say, this is why I I am deserving of your love. This is why I am deserving of your mercy. This is why I am deserving of your grace. We have nothing to offer up to God. But while we were yet sinners, God loved us and sent his son to die to pay for our sins. And if today you realize you're a sinner, if today you realize you're separated from God, if today you realize that God loves you and sent Jesus to die for us, and today you realize that if you ask him, he'll save you. The Bible says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. The Bible says, come unto me and I will give you rest. The Bible says that if we'll come to Jesus Christ He'll take us. He turns no one away. There's no conditions that we have. That's why we often sing around this place. Just as I am, I come. That's how he wants us to come. Just like we are. And so if today you understand all that, why shouldn't today be your day of salvation? Why shouldn't it be? What are you waiting for? It's not going to get any easier tomorrow. I guarantee you it'll be harder for you to get saved tomorrow than it is today. It's harder today than it was yesterday. You see, every time you reject Jesus Christ, your heart grows a little bit more callous. It gets a little bit more harder for the Holy Spirit to make its way through and convince you to come to Jesus Christ. Today's the easiest day in your life for you to receive him as your Lord and Savior. Why not today? Why not today? What's keeping you back? What's holding you back? There's nothing that you need to fix. There's nothing that you need to take care of. There's no, no, no circumstance that you need to wait to be resolved in your life before you come to him. Come today. Today is the day of salvation. I'll tell you what. I'm just thinking about what I'm saying here. I'll tell you what. If I was here today and I wasn't saved, I'd come running down the aisle right now. I wouldn't wait till the invitation. I'd want to get saved right now. Now is the accepted time. Number three, 
Not only is today the day that the Lord hath made, not only is today the day of salvation. Number three, and finally, today is the day that we're going to work for God. we got to do it. We read a moment ago from the book of Matthew. Certain man said to his son, Son, go work today in my vineyard. Go work today in my vineyard. Can't work for God yesterday. Yesterday's past. The opportunities of yesterday are gone. If you took advantage of them, praise God. If you didn't, sorry. You'll never get to capture those same opportunities. You can't work for God tomorrow. People, a lot of people have good intentions about serving God tomorrow, but tomorrow never gets here. The only opportunity, the only chance that we have to serve God is today. In John chapter 4, verse 35, Jesus said this, Say not ye there are yet four months, and then cometh harvest. Behold, I say unto you, Lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are white, ready to harvest. Today, there are people that you know that need Jesus Christ. Today, there are people that you know that are ready to get saved. Today, there are people that you know waiting for somebody, waiting for somebody, waiting for you to tell them the old, old story. Of Jesus and his love. Today, if we're going to work for God, can't do it tomorrow. Can't do it yesterday. Can't do it next week. Can't do it four months from now. Jesus said, today, the fields are white with harvest. He said in Matthew chapter 9, The harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers unto his harvest. Wouldn't it be sad? Wouldn't it be tragic if somebody in your life, unsaved, doesn't know Christ as their Savior, would pass from this world without hearing the gospel of Jesus Christ? Wouldn't it be tragic if they went out into eternity, lost, apart from God, into that place prepared not for people, but for Satan and his demons. Wouldn't it be tragic if they went to that place for all eternity? Let's not let it happen. If we're going to work for God, let's get busy. we got to do it today. Today's the day the Lord hath made. Today's the day of salvation. Today is the day to work for God. Let's, let's live in it. Let's live in today. Too many people, if you've read my thing I put in a bulletin, too many people live in the past. Too many people live in the future. God says, no, I want you to live today. Today. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for the simplicity of it. Thank you for how powerful it is. Thank you for the reminder this morning that you have planned today just for us. As an individual, the creator of all, planned my day today, assembled my day today, and you packed into it everything good. may not seem good. Circumstances may not be good from an earthly perspective, but Father, you packed into it good things for me and good things for each person here. I pray, Father, that we would resolve not to miss a one of them, We would not take today for granted. 
We would not take the time that you've given us today for granted, the experiences that you've planned for us today for granted, the people that you put in our life today for granted. We, we take nothing for granted, Father. We grab a hold of today and squeeze it and hold it and get everything out of it that you've planned for us today. Father, I pray for those that are here today that don't know Christ as their Savior. Help them see today is the only day they've got. If you're going to receive him as their Savior, they need to do it today. They're a sinner. They're separated from you. They're on their way to hell. They need a Savior. Jesus is the only one. Help them to come to him this morning. Just a second, we'll have an invitation. They can walk the aisle. We'll take the Bible and show them from the Bible how to ask Jesus to be their Savior. Most of us are Christians here today. Father, help us to realize that not only have you planned today for us, but today is the day you've given us to serve you. Today is the day you've given us to work for you. I pray, Father, we'd be busy. We'd be busy. Help us, as we talked about in Sunday school, to be peacemakers, to be those that help peace to be made between a holy God and a sinful man. And that peace can only be made by the Prince of Peace, the Lord Jesus Christ. Help us to be busy sharing him with others. Father, I pray you bless this invitation. I pray if there's people here that need to make a decision to receive Christ, they would come and we could take your word. Lead them down the Romans road and show them how to ask Jesus to be their Savior. If there's folks here that need to be baptized, I pray, Father, they would come and submit themselves for baptism. I pray if there's folks here you've talked to about joining the church, that they would come make that decision. Just bless this invitation. Use it to build your kingdom. We'll give Jesus all the praise and all the glory. For it's in his name we pray. Amen.